guys. Welcome back to Your Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I have another fabulous guest for you guys today. I'm a huge fan of this line because I think that there's a lot of stuff out there when it comes to tools we use and um, devices we use, and it's just so, so confusing. So I really, really appreciate this line, which is called Stacked Skincare, and I have with me the founder and also a very experienced and um, renowned esthetician, um, Carrie Benjamin. Welcome to the show, Carrie. I'm so, so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's such an honor to host you. I would love to learn from you. I actually um, wanted to get started by learning about your um, aesthetic background because, you know, it's, I know it's quite the journey <laughs> going that route, you know. Uh, so I would love for you to tell us, you know, how you got into that track and then um, everything that led up to the brand. Yeah. Well, thank you for hosting me and asking. Um, so I have had a lifelong battle with pretty severe and chronic eczema. And that ultimately uh, led me to leaving my former career and becoming an esthetician. Um, you know, I suffered uh, with, with the eczema and then a series of MRSA infections, um, one that landed me in the hospital. Um, and so really after that, I realized that I really needed to figure out how to heal my own skin um, because these doctors just weren't helping me. So I decided to leave my career in um, high tech and digital media and, um, and transition into skincare. Um, and I really wanted to become an esthetician to really learn about skincare um, to help myself and to help other people. Um, yeah. So that's really my journey to get here. I love that. No, I really love that. And I love that you said that you wanted to help other people. I mean, eczema is a very, very difficult. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, you should be telling me, <laughs> but I, it's a very difficult um, thing to deal with. It's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff around it, you know, when it comes to mental health, your own self appearance, like a lot of things, right? So I want, I want you to talk to, uh, to us about that a little bit. Like, what was that journey like for you in terms of like, you know, just, um, you know, hey, how, how did that feel? How did that make you feel? How to deal with that? Well, it's so interesting that you bring that up because, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't grow up, you know, with social media and the internet days. And so it was extremely isolating. Um, you know, nobody really talked about stuff back then. Right. And you didn't really have these like social networks that were so accessible to you. So, you know, a lot of times it was really, I was really literally uncomfortable in my own skin and really didn't have a lot of people to talk to you about it. And there weren't a lot of advancements in allergies and in skincare. So, I think I spent a lot of time in my childhood feeling very isolated. Uh, I used to get it really all over my body. A lot of times I would have it on my face, like on my eyes. And people yeah. used to say that, you know, I looked like I was in pain, you know, and when you're a little girl, you hear that and you think you're ugly. So, you know, that's yeah. another reason why you sort of would want to be more isolated. You're uncomfortable and then you don't feel very, you know, pretty. So, um, so, you know, I think I had a lot of empathy for my clients. I, I really specialized in treating um, acne and hyperpigmentation and sensitive skin. And I loved helping my clients. And I understood that feeling of like feeling better in your skin and feeling comfortable um, and having that empathy around um, having skin issues, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, as adults, we deal like, you know, we hear stories all the time, you know, someone has eczema, rosacea, and they're like, you're really struggling. But as a child, yeah, 
I definitely can understand, you know, it's, it's a lot to deal with. So, and I'm so glad that someone like you has created um, a line that is, you know, solution oriented for this, because I'm not going to lie, you know, even being in the medical field, I see a lot of, you know, like the pharmaceutical, big pharma pushing things, right. For like eczema, psoriasis, all this. And I'm sitting here thinking like, how many of the people that are in this behind this actually have dealt with this problem, you know? Right. And it's, you know, everybody is different. And um, I think that there's some general things that I've definitely learned about skin and skincare that work for me. And I think in general could work for a lot of people, but then there's also, you know, nuances to of course eczema and, you know, some other skin conditions. Of course, of course. Now I, you know, I want to ask you because, you know, Stack Skincare is, it's a beautiful line. I love that you have such sophisticated and just beautiful technology um, in the line. And I, and I want you to go into that because, you know, I see a lot, a lot of people, as I'm sure, you know, you know, they're on TikTok, they're on social media, they're using all sorts of devices, you know, those crazy micro needle rollers that came out like two, three years ago that nobody knew how to use and everyone was getting infections and stuff like that stuff compared to like, you know, just really good stuff. I want you to speak on that a little bit, you know, because, um, you know, when I look at a line like yours, I'm thinking, you know, I wish this was people need to propagate this, you know what I mean? Rather than the $5.99 uh, derma on Amazon beauty. You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of I agree. I agree. Yeah. Let's propagate. Um, yeah, you know, I was talking about dermaplaning and microneedling and ice rolling, you know, a decade ago um, and uh, and the benefits of it. And, you know, the foundation of my skincare line, I, I really developed this methodology in my spa and working with my clients of combining or stacking modalities and actives to drive the ingredients down deeper for maximum efficacy. And based on what type of skin concern we're dealing with, you know, might be a different tool and different active ingredients uh, to solve those skin concerns. Um, and so that was my aha moment of, you know, this is what my, my skincare product line is going to be. So I branded Stack Skincare, trademark Stack Skincare, and then uh, quickly uh, went to work on building um, the consumer line. And so I hired, um, an industrial designer to come down here and watch me do facials all day. And, you know, he was videoing and sketching. And, and so, you know, uh, to, to answer your question, you know, we put a lot of thought into how we design and manufacture these tools, um, to make sure that they're super high quality, that they're sustainable, that, uh, you know, that you're going to get great results at home, um, and they're going to be la long lasting tools that aren't gimmicky, um, and that they're going to be safe to use. So, um, you know, everything that we do here is designed with a lot of intent and purpose. And, um, and, you know, I only design and launch tools and topicals that I know are going to be effective, um, and, and safe to use at home. Um, and we try to really educate our customers and the audience in general on how to use them and what they're going to be good for. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I can see that. And also, you know, having tried the products, it's just, a, it's a completely different feel, you know, and that's really why I brought it up because, you know, I'm not going to lie, being in this, you know, being the host of this podcast, I've tried a lot of products at this point. And I, you know, like when I mentioned the Amazon $5 rollers, you know, like if you look at them, you can just tell, like, there's no craftsmanship here. There's no real, like, thought behind it but then when I look at your products which are very well designed there is like you know you can tell that there's 
like sophisticated engineering behind it. It's yeah. really, I mean, like that is like such an obvious difference. And that's why I'm trying to highlight that because there's so many people out there that are still using such devices, right? Like they're still using like the, over, you know, just the really cheap options. And it makes me cringe because I'm like, well, one of the things that people don't understand about these kind of technologies and, and, you know, um, feel free to jump in at any point, but yeah. like the one thing they don't understand is that you have to be very precise in like what it's doing on your skin surface. Like how deep is it going? How much, you know, how many millimeters of like whatever, you know, shaving or whatever you call it is going on. Those kind of parameters need to be discussed when any kind of tools in this industry so I want you to speak on that a little bit you know in terms of the process of crafting all of the tools that you have available and like the research component behind them and the you know R&D really tell us yeah. all about that and thank you for for noticing that and I sometimes I I say to myself am I over innovating so you know most companies most brands are just purchasing stuff off Alibaba and, you know, pretty much slapping their label on it, where we actually, you know, engineer everything. So we go through an entire design process um, and really, you know, like I said, put a lot of thought into like what the handle is, what the weight is supposed to be, how should it be curved or not curved? How should the, you know, how do we, how do we attach it to the handle so that we make sure that it's securely attached, but that you can also get it off to have a replacement one. And, um, you know, what is the weight supposed to be like? And, you know, make sure that every aspect of these tools is not only going to be effective, but safe and, and as sustainable as possible um, and unique and more luxury, more, you know, I, we, we, you know, all of our handles are, are, you know, die cast aluminum. So, you know, really sustainable, basically indestructible handles. So if you don't lose it, all you got to do is replace the roller heads or the, or the, the blades. Um, and I continue to look for different um, ways that we can continue to use our handles. And we're coming out with some other um, new heads that um you know that can expand the assortment while still using the same handle that you have i love that i really love that and talk about sustainability you know that's like the essence of sustainability is this like interchangeable you know aspect when it comes to you know like just razors or anything like you know change the part that needs to be changed don't throw the product out you know the beauty I feel like, you know, talks a lot about sustainability and they talk about, you know, a lot of the brands obviously are just like, you know, topical products, right? So they talk about, well, we don't want to waste product. We don't want to throw away plastic. But it's like when you look at the tools, like, for example, um, you know, I remember when Clarisonic first came out, right? And I was mm -hmm. like, well, how many people are like throwing away their, you know, throwing away Clarisonic versus like one of the ones you get at CVS, right? Where you can't interchange the head or like you can't change yeah. it. You know? So it was something that at, even back then I was thinking about because those are also, you know, very important things to consider. And especially with the plastics that are involved. So I think this this is a really, really um, niche area of sustainability when it comes to like skin tools and devices. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we try to limit the plastic usage on the tools. Look, I think it is really hard to be a consumer brand, especially a small company, I think I think there's a lot of like greenwashing going on around sustainability. I think we try our best. You know, we use glass for our, you know our skincare products, but it is really hard um, to to achieve a certain level of sustainability. But you know, it's always on the top of my mind, and 
Um, and I do what I can, but specifically with our tools, for sure, using, you know, aluminum and sustainable materials and finding innovative ways to continue to use the same handles that we already have out in the market, but um, come up with new products that are going to, uh, you know, solve specific skin concerns for our customers. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And I, and I like that you said what you said about the sustainability thing, because I'm not gonna lie to you, you know, I'm not that consumer that's going to be like, well, how many, how many green things does it have on the bottle? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. how it is or how sustainable it is. No, like I need something that works and I completely get you and that can still be sustainable. I consider your brand fully sustainable. I mean, you know, I look at it, the products are quality. You're getting a quality product. You're, you know, using it for many, many, many months, you know, if not longer and it's something you can really rely on that to me is more geared towards sustainability than say some other arguments you know what i mean because it's like i've made that point like on my podcast i made it before i'm like you know you want to buy products that you can use for a long time and so that's what real sustainability is so i you know to point that out but one thing i actually also want to really talk about and for everyone listening this is really close to my heart is the hygienic aspect of using tools for example you have your dermal planning at home kit you have um some dermal planning products um you know in general micro needling uh tools and one thing that people need to i think hone in on and i think as consumers we might not fully understand is the idea of being hygienic whenever we do at home treatments so i would love for you to tell us about that like that whole aspect of the brand and um when you were innovating the line you know how did you approach that aspect well for the tools you know i always tell people just keep a bottle of um you know isopropyl alcohol in a spray bottle on your you know in your bathroom um so you know with the tools you can reuse them um you know the blades we tell people to use it up to four times and the roller heads, you want to swap them out monthly. And in between uses, you want to make sure that you're uh, disinfecting them with isopropyl alcohol. And then, you know, we have caps that are really nicely fit onto each head and they snap into place. So they keep it safe from uh, bacteria and also preventing yourself from hurting yourself. And so, um, you know, isopropyl alcohol and then swapping out the heads on a regular basis as recommended will, you know, ensure that uh, um, that you're keeping things, you know, disinfected and, you know, free from bacteria. Absolutely. And that makes sense. And I'm glad that you brought up uh, what to use to clean it. That's, that's really important. Um, you know, I, I think that it's, it's, for me, the reason I'm even, you know, harping on that is because I think that, you know, brands sell a lot of things and nobody really talks about, well, this is the proper way, you know, even though it's an at-home product, this is the proper way to use it. And I think that's what really makes um, stacked skincare for me as a consumer stand out because, you know, I look at the products and I'm like, this looks like somebody with a medical and engineering background <laughs> find it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's a safety blanket. It makes me feel better knowing that as a consumer. So well, um, I appreciate it, that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's true. Now, one thing I, I will say, you know, just uh, to lighten it up a little bit, your ice roller is one of my favorite products. And I, um, I want to get your take because there's a lot of brands that have these like glass globes these days. Uh-huh. I'm, I look at those globes and I'm like, oh my God, this is like one accident away of breaking on somebody's eye area. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's glass. And it makes me so Well, nervous. this is a, yeah, I know. And they're just, I mean, they're, they look like little mariachis or something or whatever. Um, so this is another area that I think we really innovated on. It, it took us a long time to design that ice roller. 
from you know from uh, concept to basically production when we're talking about tools can take you know probably like two years um, through iterations and prototyping etc but um, I really love this ice roller and it's completely unique to the market. I mean, we, it's an, you know, as you know, it's an egg shaped barrel. It's on a really nice rolling mechanism and it's a solid piece of stainless steel. So it stays, it's like, I leave mine in my freezer. I even leave one on my desk. Like you can just, it's just kind of cold, right? Cause it's stainless steel. Um, so none of the other ones really do that on the market. None of them have that rolling mechanism. A lot of them are just really bulky and chunky on your face. So the, and they, so they don't really fit into the natural grooves of your eye socket or your jawline. And they really don't stay cold long. And to your point, um, most of them don't roll. So pretty much all of the ones that you see on the market with the exception of ours are literally just being bought from Alibaba. You can go buy and, and for an extreme premium, like you can go purchase those on Alibaba for a few bucks and most people are selling them for 130 bucks or whatever, or you can buy them on Amazon for cheaper. But um, they're not very user friendly. And I agree with you that uh, they are, they could be a little dangerous with regards to, you know, if you drop it or. Um, yeah, dangerous. And I'm, I'm sure like, you know, like if you ask any esthetician, they're going to tell you don't put glass near your face, right? <laughs> like <laughs> that's not what you want to do is put like breakable things near your eye area. I mean, that's my biggest problem is I think that this industry, uh, you know, their trends come and go but then one trend starts i remember i saw those rollers like somewhere and then every brand had them so when yeah. i tried your product i was like oh my gosh thank you you know this is exactly what i need i need something that rolls on its own i don't have to like twist my arm in 15 different yeah. ways to work you know so this is it's a whole different level it's a different playing field is you know my point um, i really appreciate you understanding that i think that consumers or I know that they really don't get that. I don't think that they, they just look at price points, right? And they don't see, you know, the innovation around what I've done and that it truly is a different experience and product. And if you, if you use our dermal planning versus somebody else's or microneedling tool or our ice roller, you will notice a difference in how it, it, it performs, how it feels, um, and, and ultimately, you know, how long it lasts. Exactly. And also, I think another important point that I really wanted to bring up during our interview was the fact that people need to practice like proper usage techniques, right? And I feel like with brands like yours, you're building that into your product. So like, you know, we're talking about the ice roller. So that's, you know, we can keep using that as an example. It's built in, you know, how to use the product is built into it. So the barrel rolls on its own, you know, when you, when you use it, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to come up with unique, crazy ways to use, you know, these kind of little things I feel like really add up because they, they contribute to your experience, first of all, but also your results. And so, you know, and also like, you know, people sticking to it sticking to a routine mm -hmm. like all of these subtleties they come in and they are the reason why you know like i feel like people ignoring these subtleties is the reason why we have such a saturation in this industry because you just keep making the same stupid product you know what i mean like it's not working so like right. one brand now 10 brands are doing the same stupid thing so that's where i get very frustrated and that's where i also appreciate your brand because it's not doing that there's no redundancy here that's so, so refreshing to hear i from an entrepreneur's perspective i really appreciate it because we i really do spend a lot of time thinking about like how can i make this better you know yeah. and and what's a what's a better way to do it what's a safer way to do it what's a more effective way to do it and what's a more unique way to do it 
So I really appreciate you appreciating that. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, you know, easy to appreciate, you know, quality, but um, I, you know, I want to, I want to ask you about your, um, the website, the website's wonderful, by the way, everyone listening, um, if you're, you know, listening to the episode, you want to check out the brand um, alongside definitely go to stackedskincare.com and um, look around as we're talking because the website, I feel like shows you everything, but the unique thing is the products like all have this like tutorial kind of aspect to it, you know? So the education thing, I really like, um, you know, that you've included uh, in the brand itself. So I want you to speak to us about that, Carrie, like the education aspect, especially with your aesthetics background, you know, um, what, what is your approach to educating consumers? So it's, it's one of my top pillars, you know, it's our job, right? Like, obviously I want to sell um, people our products and tools, but my number one job is to, you know, help people. And so um, empowering people with, um, with education and information, um, you know, via videos and blogs, uh, tutorials, et cetera, is, you know, one of the number one things that we do at the company. Um, and in fact, hopefully in the next two weeks, we're going to be launching a new website that's going to be even better, uh, more organized, bring some stuff more to the forefront. Um, but it's, you know, it's really an, a really important part of my job is to make sure that we're empowering, um, you know, whether it's our customers or people that just come to browse around with really great information from a trusted resource. Um, we also have, you know, free, free skin consultations. So you can jump on with, um, with our skin, with one of our skincare experts, and they will do virtual consultations with you. And we can talk about your skin concerns. And we can certainly go through our products. And we'll even if you just want to buy our tools and talk about the skincare products that you have at home, you know, and how to use it with our tools, like we'll do that too. So, um, you know, it, I think, you know, number one is I want to be that, that trusted resource for people to be able to come and get the, the information that they need and, and rely on. Yeah. And approachability. I love that you said that, you know, I love that you said that it's free and that people can really reach out to your team because, you know, approachability is a huge aspect, I feel like in the beauty industry, you know, a lot of brands are very, I guess you could say a little intimidating, you know, like the really big conglomerate brands that are just too big for life kind of thing. It's it's very hard to get a hold of anybody that can really kind of answer, you know, questions. And I think sometimes consumers, you know, this is just my personal theory, but I think consumers are a little self-conscious because I'm not going to lie when all of the tool things came out and people were really, really like kind of, you know, it was blowing up all over social media and whatnot. What I did, what I noticed was nobody asking questions. It's like everybody was just like, oh, I get it. I, I understand. And I'm like, do you though? Like, <laughs> you, I don't think you do. And I don't see anybody answering the questions that, you know, so it, that for me, like it, it serves as a problem. And that's why I asked you about the education thing, because I feel like, you know, to be transparent in that way is allowing for this, like, you know, environment for consumers to want to learn, you know, rather than just saying, oh, okay, I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we welcome all of the questions. You know, you, we've got hello at um, email. We've got, you know, people DMing us all day. We've got, you know, the, the consultations. It's like, reach out, you know, we, um, we want to help and, um, and, you know, and create content that, that we know we can see people are, you know, asking for. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. And I love that you have that available for everybody. Now, one thing, okay. So I know that the the brand is very, very 
diverse. You guys have covered a lot of areas of skin health. I mean, it's truly remarkable, um, you know, that you've you've created such a diverse and such an inclusive way of like representing all of the different needs we have, right? For our body care, our facial care, all sorts of things. So that's one thing I, I really want to get your advice on is how was that as an entrepreneur building something that is just, you know, it's like so many different, um, I guess, levels, right? Because body care is so much different than facial care. And uh, yeah, I just, I just want you to speak on that a little bit i guess you know through uh treating um you know so through my skincare practice like uh, you know i did a lot of facials but i also treated a lot of back knee as well and so um i wanted to be able to provide solutions for for that you know we know that people have um you know especially like me like so my body peel for example like i used to treat a lot of back knee in my skincare practice but you know i used to have um, really bad eczema on uh, my shins when I was developing my body peel. And, um, and so that was sort of the inspiration for it. Our peels, both for the face and the body are multi-acid peels. And what I learned is peels are so great for everybody. Um, you know, they're a gentle, effective way to exfoliate the skin, but then the different acids, you know, do, you know, do different things. And so, you know, a multi-acid peel is kind of like a one-stop shop um, for everybody. And so, um, so that's why I developed them, you know, for people like me who have sensitive skin, like eczema, that is going to be able to really benefit from that to people that have, you know, keratosis pilaris, um, you know, the little chicken bumps, um, or the strawberry legs from people who have severely dry skin, uh, dealing with hyperpigmentation or even body acne. So, and then also because of my eczema um, and having severely dry skin, that's why we have our body serum. You know, I really wanted to develop a product that was super hydrating, but not feel greasy and overwhelming. So you could, you know, get out of the shower and, you know, get yourself moisturized. I actually leave mine in the shower. I put it in a spray bottle so that it was really easy to spray on my skin while my skin was still wet from the shower. Um, it will, you know, sort of trap that moisture in. Uh, you know, really moisturize the skin, but still allow me to get dressed without having that, you know, greasy feeling and ruining my clothes. So I, you know, really think a lot of what I do is I draw from my own personal experience, as well as from my experience treating, you know, thousands of clients in the spa. Yeah, no, I mean, it's interesting because that that really is what ties everything together for me, you know, when I look at the line, because, yeah, I mean, it's it's very difficult from what I've heard from other founders, like moving from like, you know, facial skin, like skincare products to like body. Um, and I, I can definitely see how your experience plays in there. You know, that that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, as far as acne goes, oh, my God, that was my biggest like problem in high school I feel like like I never got to go to any dances because of it like I was always like self-conscious you know about that so it's crazy to see how much we've like grown even since I was you know in high school <laughs> so yeah yeah well I'm sorry we didn't have a body peel for you back then yeah. <laughs> or for me <laughs> you're making up for it now so that's okay <laughs> you know, I I've, I've noticed on your, on your page is the one that is for treating acne, you know, the high frequency acne device. Mm -hmm. I really want to learn from you about this one because, because I see it a lot on TikTok. Okay. And like I said, there's a lot of dupes out there and mm -hmm. um, I, I want you to talk about how to properly use devices like this. So for everyone listening, just to give you some context, um, 
the device, you know, I know all of you have seen this, you know, where on TikTok, the girl is putting the suction cup that's attached to a long pipe looking thing, you know, and they're putting it on their face. And that it's like, I don't understand what they're doing because, you know, according to what you have on your website, you're supposed to hold things away from your face for the frequency to, uh, to penetrate. So I want you guys, I want you to talk about that. I mean, I'm going to, yeah. It's so interesting because I've been such a huge fan of high frequency for forever. And even before I had my product line um, fully out, I was um, would have my clients um, use it at home, the ones that had severe acne. Um, so I've been talking about high frequency forever as well. And I don't know where all of a sudden it became a, a big trend, but high frequency is a really great device to use at home to control acne and um, oil production. What it is, is it's, um, it's the, the, the glass tubes are argon gas um in an electrode right and so when you when you when the when the electrode hits your skin it's basically generating oxygen or ozone and so the bacteria um will be killed in an oxygenated environment and it's gonna instantly calm the inflammation so there's two different types of electrodes there's argon which is the violet ray which is what we use for ours and then there's this the um, neon ones which is orange and those are you know supposedly great for anti-aging i don't I don't really, um, you know, we don't sell those. We only sell the violet ones. Well, we sell the, the orange cone one, but really focusing on the violet um, or the, the argon gas um, is what's really generating that oxygen to kill the bacteria and cause the inflammation. What's interesting about high frequency, you can put it directly on your skin. It's not as effective. If you pull it no more than a quarter inch away, so I always recommend people to use gauze or you can fold a piece of tissue or even toilet paper, you know, um, and, you know, over, you know, a couple of times. And number one, it's easier to maneuver, but most importantly, the, the further away from your face, it is up to about a quarter inch, probably not quite that far, maybe an eighth inch. It's going to penetrate deeper. So giving a little bit of space between the skin and the electrode, you're going to feel it zap a little bit more. So the one main thing that people really want to understand, though, is not more is not always better. So on a scale of one to 10, um, in terms of like a tingling sensation, you want to feel about a five. So you don't want to crank it up too high because you don't want to dry it out. Then you're going to compound the problem. You're going to, you know, you're going to wind up in an overproduction of oil and you're going to dry out the pimple and you're going to just kind of like be in a cycle. Um, so that's one thing. And then another thing is, is you don't want to use it for too long in any given area or over your whole face because you'll wind up in the same situation as drying it out too much. So like moderation is key here. It's safe to use it daily. But, you know, again, you want about a four to five tingling sensation, no more than maybe one to two minutes in any given area and 15 to 20 minutes you know, for your whole face and that'll do it for a day. And, um, and those are the, those are best practices. When you're done, take your isopropyl alcohol, spray it on the electrodes and the handle, put it back in the case and, and you're set for your next use. And then one last thing I would say that's really important is when you're um, taking the electrodes out, I always like to either take a towel or use a tissue and you want to wrap it around the um, glass electrode and pull straight out. Um, this is going to, you know, they are glass electrodes. It's just going to be safest for you to cover it and protect your hand. Um, and it's always good to pull it straight out. Cause sometimes if you're wiggling it around to get it out, it'll loosen the base, which is fine. You can unplug it and, you know, stick a um, screwdriver in there and, and tighten it, but 
it's you know it's just best to pull it straight out with a with a towel or something around it yeah it's like a light bulb you want to pull yeah. like a light bulb. that makes sense yeah that makes total sense i mean i think it's it's a beautiful technology i mean i've always been very curious about it i just found it to be so intriguing that you you know you haven't mentioned on the website that you're supposed to hold it you know like you said a little bit away from your face because like i said you know everyone's like putting this on their face and i'm like what I don't even know what can. it's just not going to be as it's not going to be as effective um but it will work we have two we launched a new one that's a little portable one it's using cold plasma technology so it's the same it's it's the same same end result um but getting getting to it in a slightly different way um and those are pretty cool devices too so they're they're portable handheld and they're charged with the usb um, I think these are really great for people that kind of have the occasional pimple um, that are gym goers, that are travelers. Um, so depending upon the severity of your acne, um, you know, maybe which device you want, you may want both or you may want to choose, you know, the the portable one over the um, the one with the electrodes. Right. That makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. And I think it's, you know, it's it's good to invest in things that you can use on the go anyways, you know, especially with everyone's so busy these days. and. Um, I'm a huge fan of any kind of technology for skin health, to be honest, because I think that that really is the next frontier, you could say, for skin care. Um, I think there's, you know, in terms in terms of like topical products, yeah, they're wonderful. You know, we need the hyaluronic acids and we need the, you know, the really nourishing things. But um, what do you think about that in terms of the balance between topical and like more device oriented care for the skin? Like, what do you what's some advice you can give us? So that's really the whole, you know, foundation of my brand is, you know, stacking is driving active ingredients deeper into the skin using tools. So they go hand in hand, right? Um, and so if you're not using tools, you're probably missing out on a lot of benefits from all of these amazing scientific advancements that we've achieved in finding these um, active ingredients, right? And, and formulating them. But if they're not really penetrating into the skin well, then you're missing out on a lot. So using dermaplaning to slough off that dead outer layer is gonna allow you know, products to penetrate a lot better. Using a microneedling tool is gonna drive products you know, 80% deeper into the skin than you would if you know, not using a tool. So if you're investing in your skincare and you're investing in these active ingredients and topicals, um, you know, to me, they go hand in hand. And that's really the foundation of the brand, right? Is like um, dry using tools to drive these active ingredients down and deeper to get maximum efficacy. Wow. Yeah, no, I, it makes sense. That makes sense. And, you know, it really is about getting into the deeper skin layers. That's one of the things that I think keeps coming up. You know, every time I interview like a very science forward brand, um, you know, such as yours, it's always something that it, it just comes to the surface is this understanding that, you know, we do have that skin barrier, but then when you're really looking for results, you need to find, you know, safe yet invasive invasive enough technologies to really fix the problem at the root cause. So I, I think that's very interesting. And, so, and the scientists are using different delivery vehicles, you know, um, um, within within the formulations. And we, we certainly do that as well within our formulations. But then, you know, to, to further enhance that benefit, you can add the tools in and really drive them a lot deeper. Yeah, no, absolutely. It makes that makes total sense to me. Now, I I, I just want to say, you know, you 
like have a lot of really really great testimonials you know on your website and that's something to me that I think really stands out because you know in today's industry a lot of brands are like well you know 95% of people said this helped them look whatever right and I I want I want to get your take on that because having such a science-backed brand and having such a technology-driven brand how does that like for you when you're reporting results right to your consumers like how do you approach that as an entrepreneur because I want you to give some advice because there's you know there's a lot of new brand founders in our listenership and and this is something that I feel is a very important topic because you know research is being used to just you know they call it science watching nowadays right so it's like it's just being used to like say just bs you know but um i feel like what you're doing which is showing before and after pictures that's the truth right well i mean we you know we have thousands of reviews on our website that are five stars so i think that that's where the testimonials come in um and obviously our before and afters um and you know uh so so that's that's where i really sort of hang my hat on is a small self-funded entrepreneur we we really don't invest in clinical studies it's it's a little limiting for us i mean it's just you know it's it's prohibitively expensive but i think the proof is in the results right so we can visually see it we have lots of before and afters and like i said we have tons and tons of five-star reviews on our website of people saying how much they have seen you know a complete transformation in their skin by using our topicals and our tools um, so, you know, I think, you know, if you're, if you're looking to get into the industry, um, which is, I guess, kind of a, a different subject, but, you know, really paying attention to what your customers are saying and, um, uh, you know, making sure that you're developing, um, you know, products that are effective and, and, you know, people are coming back to buy because they're seeing, seeing that impact. Um, right. That makes sense. Yeah. And I, makes sense. And I, I think that that's really the the key is that you got to break products that people, they feel like it becomes a part of their daily life, you know, and that's something I think with the beauty industry, I find to be very special because, you know, our, the products that we use on the daily aren't just, you know, for vanity reasons, they're, they're things like self-care, they're almost, you know, you feel better after you use certain things that you trust. And I think that that aspect of consumerism is very, very intriguing to me. Um, because you know what makes people fall in love with something right it's like and, and that's why like you know all these things that I brought up in our in our conversation I really want the listeners I want everyone out there you know as consumers I think we need to think about that is what's going to make me really fall in love with something and when we're making that list and you're when you're making that list in your mind like you should be thinking about okay I want to buy a new device for my skin what do I want this device to do you know mm-hmm. how long do I want this device to what what are the things that really matter and that's what I'm hoping people can take away from our episode here you know it's like yeah. uh, when you evaluate your own needs for your health like that it makes it so much easier to sift through all the bs and there's a lot of it you know in yeah. the aesthetic and beauty industry so um, you know it's so interesting it's something we've been talking about lately too which is sometimes people don't realize that they have like maybe they don't realize that they have red skin or they have dark spots that they want to get rid of. They just kind of think like, oh, my skin doesn't look that great, but they can't really identify the problem. Um, and so they don't really know how to figure out the solution. Yeah, um, that's that true. Makes sense. No, yeah. it does. 
people like I I did a um, master class well I'm, I'm in the middle of it with, with Jen Marini and she actually touched on this too she was like you know a lot of people that have rosacea for example they don't even know mm-hmm. they have rosacea. Mm-hmm. they think it's acne and it's like that is exactly what you're saying which is you know we don't know how to analyze our own skin I feel like anymore it's like you know you look in the mirror and it's like okay you might have like a blush right like a, that looks like you're naturally blushing but how do you know that that's what that is versus like an inflammatory reaction that's taking place? You don't. Exactly. <laughs> you and know, so, and- I mean, and like, then you get into the like danger of like Googling stuff. <laughs> You're like, just, you go down that crazy rabbit hole. Um, Let me start down how many of those coffee mugs I have that say your Google does not equate to my doctoral. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, like literally have one on every freaking desk I ever sit on because honestly no it's true like googling is the like just bane of my existence when it comes to like medical anything and so I completely agree um and actually you know what this is a really great time to talk about your you have a face oil on your website it's the mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna totally botch this up but the shunoko shionko shionko it's a Japanese fermented um oil that I'm I'm upset people it, it's we launched it in December and it's like an unsung hero. We, if you haven't tried it, we need to send it to you. It's absolutely amazing. Please, please. Yeah. No, Have tell you me. More. It? No, I've never used it. I want you to tell us all about it. No, let me, let me just say something though, because everyone on here knows that I love marula oil. So for me, marula oil has been an anti-inflammatory, but I'm guessing this is like 15 times better than that. So I want okay. you to tell us why. Great. <laughs> So the, the fermentation, so it's a fermented oil, which, you know, in essence means that um, it absorbs really, really nicely without leaving the skin greasy. So people that have like, we have people reviews that have people that have oily acne skin to people that have severe dry skin and just love this product um, for its anti-inflammatory benefits because it's got antiox- strong antioxidants in it. We, we formulated it with some actives that are anti-redness and some mm-hmm. firming actives um, that just absorbs really nicely into the skin. I, um, and I use this day and night. I, I, I concoct it with my, I cocktail it with my, um, um, after I put my SPF on, I then um, cocktail it with my tinted SPF during the day. And then at night I use it as my last step. Um, it's just a really, really nice face oil that goes on smooth. I, I mean, you can like pretty much most people that use it, my girlfriends are all obsessed with it. I was just with them this past weekend and they were just like, they're, they're all in love with it. And um, it's just a really nice face oil that, uh, that absorbs nicely, leaves your skin nice and glowing and really calms any kind of inflammation and redness. That's so cool. I need to try that. You definitely need to send it to me because I am all about anti-inflammatory anything because I mean you know I I've had so many people actually my friends not even um more listeners but friends before I even started the podcast they were like oh my god my skin is freaking out and I remember thinking like at that time I only knew about marula oil because I knew that it worked you know for me and I was Mm -hmm. like you need to find oil that's anti-inflammatory and put it on your skin (laughs) and don't put any just leave it you know just put the oil on let's see what happens so i'm glad that you actually have this i mean for everyone listening definitely go check this product out if you're dealing with any kind of inflammation or if you do procedures this is great too because you can put it on afterwards right you can put it on after procedures and it'll help you yeah 100 percent. and we don't there's no like um essential oils or anything in there so um you know it's just it's just the, the, um, the fermented oil and some active ingredients and, you know, 
Um, so it's, it's, um, it's great for post-procedure. It's great for people that have, you know, like I said, you know, from acneic skin to dry skin to sensitive skin. Um, it's a really, really nice product. I'm so glad people are starting to like oils, especially people, people that are more oily and acne prone are starting to learn that this is actually really good for their skin because it's, it's non-comedogenic, meaning it's not going to clog your pores, but it's going to moisturize your skin. And what oils really do is they, they protect it and they seal it to prevent what, you know, is tool, which is trans epidermal water loss. So, you know, by, by sealing the skin and preventing the water loss, um, you're really protecting your skin and, and keeping it hydrated. And, um, and that's one of the, you know, the best things that you can do. So you want to moisturize your skin, but then you also want to seal and protect it. I love that. No. And also like if for everyone listening, if you're looking for just like an easy go-to buy on the website, just go and buy the barrier repair stack. It's really, really good. It has the oil in it and it's got um, the cleanser, which is a prebiotic cleanser and, you know, just two, two other items. And I feel like that's a great place to start. Like, I, I'm yeah. glad you have because like honestly like with more sophisticated lines I think people get like a little confused like what should I buy so this is a really this looks like like the perfect starter package for people who deal with inflammation or like you know what yeah I mean? Just your taste it, skin. It, it really is I mean we've got that clay that clay mask in there that clay mask is also a really great product for people that are kind of just getting started or um it's got a it's a dual enzyme a mask with um Amazonian clay and it also has um a lot of hydrating um and humectants in it. So it's like basically like a detox exfoliant and um, uh, hydrating all in one. So it leaves your skin really nice and um, and glowing. And right. um, yeah, so you can, all of those products together are great using, you know, that, that prebiotic moisturizer, then applying the clay mask using your moisture, uh, sorry, I mean the cleanser, then applying the mask uh, moisturizer and face oil and your skin will thank you for it. It's really yeah. great for people that are, um, you know, um, oily acneic and also pregnant women. It's, it's really safe for them. And a lot of times what they're dealing with is either dryness or hormonal breakouts. So this is a really safe, effective way to treat and add a dermaplaning tool into it. And that's, you know, for pregnant women, it's a really, really uh, great lineup of products. I'm seeing that a lot more too, Carrie. Have you noticed that people are coming out with like, oh, this is pregnancy safe and this is this, you know, but that's like, I feel like that's, uh, you know, you, you have to have a brand that's science back to be able to say that. So I, yeah, actually, we've been doing that for a long time. Um, talking yeah. about pre- most, you know, there's, there's, there's a few things that, you know, they just have to stay away from, but um, I used to treat, you know, I had a lot of pregnant clients. So it was always something that is in the forefront of my mind too, is, you know, what can we do to serve, serve those women. Cause I think, you know, in those stages of your life, you want to feel beautiful and amazing. And if your skin is like, you know, not feeling great or looking great, it's, you know, it can be really frustrating. So a lot of times I had, you know, some of my clients would either be struggling with dryness or hormonal breakouts and, uh, you know, finding ways to treat their skin, um, that was safe and effective was really important. No, that makes sense. It totally makes sense. And also like, I know wedding season is coming up for a lot of email listeners. So yeah, that set, I really like that stack um, that you have the barrier repair stack. I feel like we all need to get that. (laughs) Just And then let's just, you know, give it a month. Let's see how, because I feel like redness is really one of the biggest problems. Like, I mean, you know, listeners email us and stuff, and it's usually always involving something that has to do with redness, you know, something Hmm. that has to do 
So yeah, for everyone listening, this is a really, really great option. Um, I know a lot of you have emailed us about those kind of concerns. So definitely go check it out. Again, the website is stacked skincare all one word.com and the product i'm referring to right now the pack is the barrier repair stack but everything on there all the tools everything is a great line i mean it <laughs> mm-hmm. so um carrie thank you so much this has been so wonderful and you're just you're awesome i love talking to you well thank you for having me i really appreciate it and thank you for all the kind words that means a lot and uh i will talk with you soon Yes, absolutely. And if you guys have any questions for Carrie's team, um, please leave them in the comments section or just email us and we'll pass them along to her team. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, Please don't forget to go on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps us so much, you guys, in terms of growth. So um, we would really appreciate that. Again, thank you so much. And I will be back next time.